podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. You better watch out, you better not cry, you better not pout, I'm telling you why. Basketball's coming to town, basketball's coming to town, basketball's coming to town. Scott's making a list, Grant's checking it twice, they're gonna find out who's naughty and nice. Basketball's coming to town. Basketballs are coming to town. Basketballs are coming to town. Watch out, you better not cry, you better not pout, I'm telling you why. Basketball's coming to town, basketball's coming to town, basketball's coming to town. Scott's making a list, Grant's checking it twice. They're gonna find out who's naughty and nice. Basketballs are coming to town. Basketballs are coming to town. Basketballs are coming to town. Are we good? Sounds so good. <laughs> our episodes like don't do as well if it's not a football game. So this is our last. There's like only two good episodes we have left ever until next football season. So yeah, nobody's gonna listen during basketball season. Maybe they'll come to like suffer with us because we're all gonna be suffering. <laughs> yeah, people are gonna. Listen I do that. To quick take, hot take after we lose by twenty to Texas Tech. I just won't answer my phones. You're going to be like, Grant. That's fine. I'll just do a lot of shows solo. All right. Am I sounding great? Everybody sounds okay. I'll rotate If you're lying to us. And I have to do it so often that I then have to go back on my word and bring in Kellis. I didn't like doing that. I think he's lying to us. The Bosco's boys are back. What are we waiting for? We're waiting for Blue Chew, our sponsor. They are here, and they are here to make all your erections better in 2020. If you use our promo code ARMCHAIR, you're getting your first month free, only paying $5 shipping and handling for the best boner you'll have all year. It has the same active ingredients as you would find in Viagra or Cialis, and it's chewable, so you're going to get hard up to 10 times faster. For me, that's like, honestly... Like two seconds then? <laughs> it's too fast. I would get like... I would Maybe start with half of a pill. Yeah, it's honestly, it's just like boom. I look at blue chew. I said you smell it. I smell it and boom. <laughs> Reading Hard. this read, I believe, may have yeah. may have done it for you. Yeah, if I, if I just say the word blue chew, all of a sudden I have a half chub. 
<laughs> Use our promo code armchair. And if you don't recognize that voice, you're not a true bonehead. Matt Hall hey, is back hey, for yo. the final show of 2020. This is our uh, K-State bowl game preview and a little bit of uh, recruiting signing day talk. Uh, but before we do it, uh, I mean, final show of the year, we have to have a final beer of the pod. It's a peanut butter cho- chocolate milk stout from Four Hands Brewing. Grant, you're not having one. You're drinking water like a responsible boy. But, Matt, how are you liking that beer? I think it's very, very good. I'm not saying it just to say it. I'm a big, you know, like sweets kind of guy, like chocolate sweets, not fruit sweets, you know. So, like, chocolate peanut butter beer is kind of made for me and it does have that flavor a little bit i'm just reading some of the information to sound smart but yeah i would do it again maybe i will do another one who knows that would be a surprise i better, all calm, I better calm down though i mean we got a lot of pod to do and i don't want to get too you gotta stay sharp <laughs> right yeah for full full disclosure this is being recorded on december 20th and this is before that k-state jeopardy episode mm. where you either heard me win or you heard matt hall win but there's zero chance cole won yeah, he, he's probably he, true. I mean, either I'm defending two-time champ or worse, at worst, I'm 500. You know, I mean, neither neither are too bad. You're on the board, at least. Right. I'm on, exactly. Exactly. You know? That's something that uh, Jimmy can't say. No. he Jimmy, tell you what. I mean, honestly, I think the smartest person that I interact with and that kind of stuff, but yeah, on Jeopardy, you know, it's just not his game. Not his game. Matt, start, start respecting that mic, my friend. Get in there. Okay, like this. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think the mic think is your friend. The mic is your friend. Get in there, baby. You don't you don't have to tell me who my friends are and how <laughs> to live my life. I mean, I enjoy you guys and your show, and that kind of stuff. But boy, I mean, I tell you, my I have a brother named Mike. He's Get my it? friend. Get in yeah. there. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm, it's like it's touching. It's, t- it's <laughs> look at Mike compared to Scotts. I mean, seriously. But my voice carries. I guess so. I, I tell you what, I never have this problem. Um, um, you guys have better mics. Don't. I don't think we do. I'm Stop to talking figure, trash. No, on I'm our trying equipment. to figure it out. I'm wondering if Flanders just knows that I'm so quiet that he has it all figured out and never tells me this. That's what I'm starting to think about. Is that I'm always this quiet. Usually you're not quiet. I don't know what's going on, but what That's matters thing is, is touching you my. Gave him the crappy mic because we couldn't figure it out earlier. <laughs> I don't know what the problem was. He just. Well, I'll tell you the problem was uh, my little dial there was turned down significantly lower than both of your guys's, and then you traded me mics to take the good mic so I could sound worse. I know, I know this is the Bosco boys. I know we're trying to make you guys sound good, and it's a big gimmick to make the guests sound silly. Maybe you say on, hey, on Twitter, if you don't like Grant Flanders, tweet him a picture, you know, of socks, you know, or whatever it is. You oh, know? is that so, what we're doing? No, we'll think of a different one. Okay. I'm sorry, but I'm just saying, like, I know the gimmick, but I'll, I'll talk as loud as I can. We need to get a mixer so I can, like, whenever Matt comes on, I can, like, play sounds. <laughs> oh, you make mean, like, really a, you mean a soundboard. Wah, wah, wah. Sure, yeah, like a soundboard, yeah. Is that what you meant, like, sounds like yeah. that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that would be great. That's never going to happen. It might. We can't even figure out how to use our actual mixer. You really think you're going to be able to also be Easily. putting in sounds? How about you just pull up some sounds on your computer there, and I'll no, put my mic up, up to it. Pull up on my phone and then play <laughs> exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah, that'd be fun. into my microphone. Well, uh, whatever. You better I, get in. You better yeah, take we, over here. I better take over and get this back under control. Before we talk about the bowl game, when people are listening to this, we're a few weeks removed from the national signing day. People yep. tried to brand it as the early signing day. No, it's the signing day for football. Um, there might be a guy or two in February, but th- this is where it's really at. Um, so since we have the man over 
at Rivals, the only spot I would ever even think about getting K-State recruiting information, you guys definitely would not recklessly speculate on blue shirts when there's no reason to think two guys will blue shirt and completely make stuff up. Yeah. But uh, my words, not yours. <laughs> but we're going to get into it. We're, I just listened. Well, it, it doesn't matter. We're going to get into it, though. There were 23 guys who signed, and at least on the day, there were some surprises right. as we were recording our drunk Q&A episode. But coming into that day, you guys were saying 23 are going to sign. They all happened before noon, so the actual day wasn't dramatic. Right. But there were some surprises, like I said, that took place before signing day. Um, one of them was Whit Mitchum. Yep. So talk to us a little bit about his recruitment, and it sounds like the the fact that K-State got him to sign on the early day was a massive win because who was sniffing around him? Well, a lot of people, and I'm looking at this because I'm looking at the eight, the alcohol by volume is 7.1. I'm just seeing if I could blame, like if I say anything I'm not supposed wow. to on this. But, I mean, yeah, a lot of people were. Like, I don't know if we've said this yet or not, so it's Derek, I'm sorry if we haven't, but I know like he was having conversations with LSU the night of, the night before signing day, you know, about them asking him to stay back and wait. Um, people were significantly interested in that kid. I was shocked. I mean, you know, Derek and I were hanging out, working downstairs. I bet about 10, 40, 10, 45, I went up to go to bed, you know, and then Derek got uh, – Derek decided to stay up. He realized it was a good idea to stay up that night, you know. And um, then he texted me at like, you know, 12 or 11.45, like, hey, there's a commit from Whit Mitchum. And sure enough, there was. So I know it's natural for us on recruiting stuff to only focus on the last few guys, and I, I make that mistake all the time too. But we have to in this instance because that really surprised me, and I know they were – thrilled to get him and then uh, you know I don't want to get ahead of myself too much but we'll, I won't talk about a lot in case you want to but you know with T Denson right before it too I, I don't know if you know K-State has been as excited about an individual recruit you know one kid um, in the last few years doesn't mean he'll be the best or stars a true freshman any of that kind of stuff but they loved him as a position of need so all the surprises and unless I'm forgetting something that came up that last 24 hours or so were all pretty positive yeah so I did have a little bit on here to talk about T Denson uh, Grant's walking away he'll be back he got, his socks know, might be wet again that's one that grant and i were talking about when it came through i think that is maybe if not the most impressive at least one of the top three most impressive uh recruitments in this signing day how did that one come to be because if you look at his offer list i mean he had like 32 legit offers right. and like 12 like power five ones like that's just something you don't see we, we aren't accustomed to seeing k-state win those recruits no and they were legitimate i mean that kid you you, you know go anywhere is an exaggeration but could have gone virtually anywhere a high three-star kid if rankings matter um but i mean the offers like you talked about of a, a four-star prospect um from where he was there's a lot of length at corner and i know just from behind the scenes and derek's talked about it and that kind of stuff's not a big secret for k-state death you know you're going to hear – you expect me to say they desperately wanted everybody. They desperately wanted him. I mean, how they got it together was they kind of – they more or less snuck him in for a visit before signing day. had a great visit. They felt great about it as he left. I think they got a little more nervous as he was just away from Manhattan. But he had given them hints more or less to say, hey, I'm, I'm coming here, that kind of stuff. He actually never really wavered from that that last week. He just focused on his state championship game. Um, they just stuck with it. They showed an opportunity to play early. They proved they have that. They probably have some more – I can't really say a name or whatever, but now he's got something. Um, but they'll probably have some more time available at corner than you even know right now. Um, so it was a great, great fit for him. Maybe I'll tell you off the air. You know, if I know, I don't know anything. Um, but I think, yeah, he's got a chance to play. It was a big deal. They put a ton of emphasis on him. And I think if anybody's going to, you know, be a big player as a freshman next year for K-State, it would be T. Denson. Yeah, so Grant, I'm going to ask you. Do you ever want to say T. Denison? 
Oh, no. I think I probably I might have said no, it. No, you haven't. Earlier. You've said it right. I might have said it like Never. in our other pod. I th- every time I look at it, I think it should be Denison. Denison. Not, not Denison. me. I don't think that. Denison. Okay, uh, Grant, um, I'm going to throw it back to our signing day pod last year, which we did before signing day, which was a tactical mistake. We were sitting in double shift with <laughs> yeah. the uh, aforementioned Derek Young. Uh, yes. and he was saying, hey, we're not anticipating any decommitments on signing day. But and we sure, lost that yeah. dude to Iowa. Uh, Yahweh Judy. Well, was that and, that was? Yahweh Judy. Yeah. I thought well, was the most Gavin surprising. Potter. Yeah. And Gavin Potter. So, but. Hey, Gavin Potter note. I don't know if you guys saw this <laughs> on the board today, but I was putting together – and I'm not trying to pick on a I, – I don't – I'm not trying to pick on this kid. But I was doing all these PFF stories for the site, you know. And um, I looked through every linebacker score in the Big 12, you know, otherwise. Gavin Potter has the lowest PFF score I have ever seen by far for a full-time player. Like a bad PFF score is like a, like a high 40s, low 50s. That's a bad score. Gavin Potter played over 670 snaps and had a PFF score of 30 for Damn. Kansas this past year. I mean, I'm not – I get so annoyed when journalists talk about, oh, we could beat that guy or better than that guy because it's ridiculous. Those guys are D1 athletes, and they would destroy you. Gavin Potter would destroy me in any sort of football sport competition. But I might be able to post a 20, 25. <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, I mean, I might be able to just fall into a guy. Um, just, hey, Gavin Potter, you know, it's hard not to look at that stuff after how he committed last year to Kansas. Um, yeah, 30.0. I the feel like he low, just kind of jumps on the pile. The at next the end. lowest linebacker like to play significant snaps in the Big Twelve. He's a thirty point. Was a forty six point five. That's insane. That's how big the gap was. That was Rico Jones at Texas Tech. How many snaps did he have? I mean, if it was you can quite recall, a, it wasn't as many as wasn't as many as Potter, but it was a lot. I mean, it was in the high six hundreds or something like that. So those two, um, but still forty six is a lot better than thirty. That you is, know? you know, that is. Um, so on that topic, Grant, were you surprised because not only did we not lose anyone on signing day. But at least, and Matt, you can jump yeah. in if I'm wrong here. We didn't lose a single guy once they gave their verbal commitment in this class. Grant, how surprised were you? Not surprised at all. Um, oh, Chris Kleiman oh. is <laughs> Chris Kleiman is the father figure that all these folks have have been dying to have their entire lives. I wish he was my father at times. Um, there's times where I'm attracted to him at the basketball game. You know, he was sitting 10 yards from me. and There's a, there's a gal who said, mm-hmm, in the background. Honestly, you know, my girlfriend was like, he's pretty hot. And I'm like, he is, right? you know what? He, he actually is. Yeah. Like, he's way fitter than – he's, like, oh, way he's more gotten, fit. He's oh. gotten bigger significantly. Than we uh, – the first time. He's since, so like, much the first quiet time. confidence to him. No, but, I mean, obviously these guys are have proven to be pretty capable recruiters as a staff. Um, and we had the results to kind of show for it to back us up going forward. So, I mean, I guess it is a little bit of a surprise because I feel like that's pretty normal. Happens to everybody. Happens all the time everywhere at big programs. Mm-mm. But like I said, Papa Cly is, you know, he's the truth. In 12 words or less, Matt, were you surprised that they, A, didn't lose anyone on signing day and B, not at all once they got verbals? 12 words. I was shocked. Happens to everybody. A couple, that's two words, those don't count. Guys may not sign. I think that might have been 13, but that's 13 we'll words. Yeah. But the point is, they didn't, you're right, they didn't lose anybody. I mean, McCole Vinson, JoJo Wilson did not sign in the early period. We have some lack of clarity on them. If I was a betting man, I wouldn't bet a lot of money either way, but I don't know that they'll be part of this class. I'd be surprised probably if they will. But it, at, at least, point, but they didn't lose. Yes, yeah. correct me the if I'm wrong. Right. They're they not making. You're exactly there, right. There's some uh, outstanding circumstances exactly that would right. lead to that. Not there's, them saying, eh, I, I, I lied. I'd correct. rather go to, you know, SMU. 
I was taking a drink of that. Um, exactly. But no, exactly right. It's different circumstances. They, I'm trying to think back. I don't think there's one kid, yeah, that committed to them that switched. And I mean, that's pretty gosh darn rare, no doubt about it. So the class is currently sitting at 42 uh-huh. rivals ranking, which is you know objectively better. Yeah. You know, just numerically than any class in the last 10 years. Yep. Is this where you kind of expected or hoped the 2020 class would check in, or were I you, think, are you I disappointed? Think s- Certainly not disappointed. I think around there. I mean, I, I, I don't want to break my own words and, and talk against myself, but I, I imagine. I feel like I would have said around around the top 40s is a really good accomplishment for this class. Um, I think around top 40s probably around where K State could or should be. We could get in a whole. We have the four off the air, probably even on there. About you're counting all the 65 or 64 Power Five programs. Like where does K State fit? I think top 40 is pretty good. I think 42 is really good because we were fortunate enough, you know, to sit down with uh, you know Hank Jacobs and Taylor Bratt for the KSO show. And I don't remember if we said this on the – I think it was off the air, but I said to one of those guys, is like, people are going to keep saying, like, including me, you know, like, oh, you had a full cycle, but you really haven't, right? This still isn't a full cycle. I think it was Hank Jacobs was like, no, I'm glad you brought that up because, no, it's not. Like, we still want to know these kids two years in advance, three – like, they're recruiting, I mean, you know, 2022, 2023 kids, that kind of stuff. So it's easy to say – and I've fallen into that trap, too, of saying, hey, first full year, top 40, top 42 is pretty good. This wasn't their first full year. Next year – like as I think Hank Jacobs said, would be their first real recruiting class. Is it true that Van Malone is recruiting first graders? Um, I mean, that's not you know that's no. not something that they'd want out there. So I mean, <laughs> isn't the Boscos like you're a pro K State show? Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, I'm just saying. Why? You know, like, why? Boy. <laughs> well, there's like they're starting early. Well, I know. <laughs> that's what I mean, it, right? Yeah. I mean, I get what you mean. Okay. I, I'm just suggesting that it might be, you know, a violation to recruit first graders, but I don't know. Maybe it's not. Well, they have started thank very you for early. telling me They've that. started very early on people. All right, so if I was going to ask both of you to give me your top four guys that you're most excited for top in this class. Four. Um, I, I know I'm, I'm very excited for Will Howard. I think when I actually am too. Done, I watched his tape and his arm looks incredibly I, strong. I, I yeah. think he's going to end up being a multi-year starter. I think T – is going to be just the swag he has at corner. I think he's going to be another guy. Um, I think uh, Warner. Yeah, you know, man, you're th- taking all oh. my all the winners. Oh man. shit, who's fourth? No, Deuce? it's good. It's good. Well, I'll stick it for the one. No, I wasn't yeah. gonna say Deuce. I was going to go with Cody Stuffelbean, um, mainly because him coming to K State prevented um, a very prominent member of the KSO family from melting down pretty hard Ooh, on the message it boards. It would have been bad. I mean, I'll tell you what, <laughs> there were some fun conversations. Like, we can go back in time and talk about it now. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, because Cody Stuffelbean, of course, like you guys know, legitimate, real, committable offers from, you know, like Wisconsin, Virginia Tech, early in the process, and none from K-State. And we're not going to say, you know, Nelson's name or anything on here, but I mean, like... Uh, I thought he was going to burn down right, the message I mean, boards. Right, I mean, Coach McPherson, Jace Pavlovich was in high school with us. They did a fantastic job. If we talk McPherson and can't gobble football for like the next two hours, sure. we could do that. But did a fantastic job. And so, yeah, Cody, obviously, Cody Stuffel being close to a lot of people around there. And it's really cool to see him at K-State. So that's a good one, too. Did you say four? Is that four? Yeah, that, those Stuffelbein, are my four. Warner, um, I'll let you do your four. Grant's probably not, you know. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just say a not interested. Yeah. I'll say a different four. Uh, you kind of did. I feel like all those I would have said. So. Those were very. Those were the, probably the – I mean, those were really good. Damn. I'm Will, sorry. Will, and I would have said Deuce, I would take guess. a different tight end and say Will Swanson. Uh, I don't stuff will be. I say different. Stuff Nate might, Matlack, I'd add. Stuff will be might be a D end. Uh, might be. I don't know yet. I bet if I had if you said Matt, like you got to bet your life on one true freshman to not to play four games next year. I'd look at the list and I would say, boy, this is scary. That's a heck of a question. And then I'd probably <laughs> yeah. And then I'd probably say Will Swanson. Like I think he will play. I think he's ready to play at tight end right now. 
at least as a blocker and that kind of stuff, he's going to be really good. Um, you mentioned Nate Matlack. I think he's the best player in the class, and he was the first Ooh. commit. And I really appreciate him as a K-State fan, which I am, because like he committed before it was cool. You know, nobody. He was the first commit. He had other committable Power Five offers. I think they told us. I don't know if it was on the air. I was or not. Notre Dame yeah, was they, sniffing around. Yeah, Notre Dame came in late. Fuck off. Yeah. Oh, see, that's that's serious. <laughs> I mean, and then when we asked him, you know, on that show, like, who's the guy that you were so happy to get or whatever. Hank Jacobs, like six times, kept saying, Well, I mean, Jay Harris is really good. You know, Jay Harris. Oh, yeah. yeah. Jay yeah, Harris is great really point. good. I mean, so Matt Lack, you know, Jay Harris, Will Swanson, and then I, I mean, probably, probably Deuce Vaughn, just to pick one of the running backs. Although Keon Mozee, I mean, they talked about, I think DY was at the Lindenwood camp. I know he was. He was at the Lindenwood camp at St. Louis that Hank Jacobs referenced where he ran on the four threes. Um, so that's five, but whatever, you know? Any I, names missed that you want to throw in there, Grant? No, you did a Who's good job, bud. That's always no, a, do no, not, don't, don't do answer. Not answer. answer. No, that's a, that's a, I'm just I'm lying. But it's, you never hear that question of recruiting. No, like, I, I, who's, who's the worst prospect? I'll answer. No, don't. I can't think of Here's my question. You can be specific with a recruit, or you can be more meta and uh, use overarching uh, you know, buzzwords and stuff. Mm. But was there a biggest miss of this class? Yeah. Yes, I, 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 the person I listed in the little story wrote was Turner Corcoran. And when I say miss, again, that's the whole discussion. It's like, did they miss him? Because missing suggests maybe you blew it, you did something wrong, whatever. You know, I don't know. But I, I think it, it's, it's too bad, honestly, they didn't get him. Because I think a big reason why Turner Corcoran went to Nebraska, that was a program that was a preseason top 20 team. Um, Media jabronis. Yeah, I mean, I mean, hey, I was probably one of the jabrones, too, who thought it. Nope. But, I said uh, they were going to win two games. But, <laughs> but I mean, I think if – if you know you go back in time and and this is just me guessing but i if if turner corcoran knew what would happen you know back last august i think he'd be at k-state um so i think that's to me the biggest miss although i don't know what k-state could have done differently other than guaranteeing him hey we're gonna win eight nebraska's gonna suck you know i mean like so that didn't happen and um but i mean to me that's the biggest miss even though i'm not criticizing them for not getting him grant who's your specific biggest miss kai thomas kind of feels like a I mean, I would have. I, if I had to choose, I'd prefer to have Turner, not only because he's a higher-rated recruit, but we have a much higher need at yeah. the tackle position. But um, it kind probably because probably Kai because it felt like we were actually had our foot in the door yeah. at a later stage. I thought so. And so my hopes were up a little bit, and he's had a ridiculous career, and he's a Topeka guy. So and he committed to Minnesota right after we lost to Iowa State in the yep. Big Twelve tournament. Yep. Oh, that was a fun weekend I was on sitting the, the board. I was sitting in the post-game press conference, and Derek, Derek texted me. He's like, Kai just committed to Minnesota. And I hear we're back. No, he didn't. I mean, like, because it just seems so out of nowhere, you know. And I remember thinking, that will never be where he signs. And here we are, and Kai Thomas. You know, I mean this sincerely. Like, credit to him. Like, he had a lot of pressure. He he still loves Kansas State, a lot of friends. You know, I mean, like, there was conversation, that kind of stuff. I wish he was at K-State, too. But I do respect a kid for making his decision. I think that's where it's best for him and sticking with it. So it's good the for age him. of Jacardier. That's true. I, That's true. I agree. I'm um, so ready for him. Final two questions. Um, what, if anything, are they going to be targeting for the late signing period? It's a really good question because I, I think they still want three, four, five guys, if at all possible, for that. I mean, it's my guess. Um, I don't – you know, the, the junior college offensive tackles look like they aren't going to work out, but I still think they'd be interested in uh, – see what happens with Jeremiah Crawford down the line and, and work on that. You know, with the departure of Chris Heron – I don't know if that changes what they'd want at receiver. It possibly could. I think they want to carry nine there, and they'd only have eight at that point. Um, I, I, but it's a, it's a cop-out answer, but it's true. I think they would go general best player available. Um, they're pretty close to their scholarship number. They're going to take, of course, Hadley Panzer and Sam Shields and 
Felix, I don't want to say his last name wrong. Is it Anudike? Does anybody know? Anudike? I just call him King Felix. That's good. I mean, I, if he's listening, I hope I said it. I hope I said it right. So I mean, there's still gonna be some more signees, of course. But I think if they could find, you know, an offensive tackle, maybe receiver help, I would guess those two spots most likely. All right, uh, I'll ask Grant this, and then back to Matt. Okay, sorry, no, keep, keep going. Typing. I was just gonna ask. You know, you and I briefly talked about it, but. Um, we're off to a hot start in 2021. Three of the top four Kansas kids, Grant, um, on a scale one to ten, just give me a number, nothing else. How pumped are you with how the 2021 blue shoe scale? Okay, that's not a number, but hey, I like you it. You said give me a number, nothing else. Blue yeah. shoe scale. <laughs> yes, yeah, I, I love it. Uh, all right, so Matt, you can give me more than just one word or a number, but how pleased are you to see how quickly they've gotten off uh, to 2021? And uh, well. <laughs> <laughs> you laughing at me. I don't know but, it's also, but it's also... Can I in- say another answer? Sure. Eight <laughs> inches. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Uh, but, but it's also the one thing that folks really tried to hammer the staff Correct. for because they got Nate, Nate Matlack, and he might end up being one of, if not the best Kansas kids from this class, but he wasn't ra- ranked right. in there. You have three of the top four. Um, how pumped are you to see that and then also you know how pumped are they inside you know the veneer I mean, family I mean, football they're complex. thrilled um they're thrilled they're very confident about about the class of a or 2021 i mean um I, I think there's some big names out there you know the that aren't from kansas and that's not the question but the bo stevens the, you know the jake rubles those types that i think they really believe they have a real chance of getting but as far as those guys it's it's huge right i mean because i know i know uh Devontae pritchard's not a four star so it doesn't work perfectly whatever He's going to but he, he probably will i mean i'll bet you five dollars right now he is i don't want to can i get like 1.5 to one odds you don't have to give me two to one but like a little bit just so i can have a fun bet sure sure okay we're gonna shake hands you see that okay um i think it's probably gonna happen but i mean i'll pay five dollars for that it's one you ever bet against things you want to have happen because then you're like you're the paying, emotional yeah you're bet. paying for them to happen it's great um but i mean yeah imagine if last year when they got here they got turner corcoran kai thomas and uh what was the kid from salina the kid was oh uh, stewart quit stewart Stower. yeah who i i'm not sure they even won him as bad but let's nope, just say they didn't right let's just say they got you know three of the top i mean the impression right away would be they're just killing it recruiting. You know what I mean? So that's, that's why. Why that's wasn't there the fanfare? The, the message yeah. boards were it's legitimate right. eights after Hayden Pauls went. No, you're away. right. It, it was legitimately disgusting, well, the I mean, meltdown. I'll, I mean, I'll tell you why. I mean, like, listen, I don't think it's about very, very scared to say what I'm going to say, but that's just a cool thing to do anywhere. Not just on our message board, on Twitter, on anywhere. Like, you're a better fan, right, if you're critical and mad about things. There should have been more parades than, over these More three. than you are happy about good Ugh. things. No, I agree. I think it's, it's just cooler. And again, this isn't a message board thing. I think it's society and that's holding. It's, you're a better fan. You're a better person. You're better at following whatever, you know, political thing you want. If you're angry at things all the time, instead of praising, hey, you know what? We got three of the top four kids in the state of Kansas. It's fantastic. You know, you're, you're right. You don't see it as much. I love it. We will now move away from recruiting. If you want more of it, go to K-State Online. Uh, pay money to their site. Read all the good stuff that Derek Young, Grant Flanders, and Matt Hall does. And then, you know, go into the dark, ugly abyss as message boards and, you know, have that, you know, contribute to your depression. We all know you have it, so do it. So uh, so we're going to talk about what, what, what it means for this uh, – the bowl game. We're going to get yeah. to, you know, t- the reason for the season is K-State versus Navy. So, 
what does this game mean to you guys? I threw a bunch of bullet points on an outline, what it means to me. I'm going to just start it off. I think it would just be massive if we get to nine wins for the first time since 2016. And I think if we win this, we end up in the AP and coaches poll top 25 yeah. postseason for the first time since 2014. People talk about the cool thing to do is talk about how bowl games aren't important and all that type of stuff. Yeah. I mean, they're they, they're just as important as, you know, a regular football game. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, nothing we do is important. But I'd really like well, I'd really like to be a, a top twenty five team again. No, I'm sad. Um I, I honestly feel like and maybe this is just two glass half full, but it's to me it's one of those lot a lot to gain, not a lot to lose games because of what you talked about. If you win it, nine wins, you're gonna be in the top twenty five almost certainly your season looks incredibly successful. All the tw- trolling you get to do on right. Iowa State fans. If you, oh, you mentioned that, yeah. If you lose it, that sucks. I mean, an eight and five is not as good as nine and four, of course. But I mean, then you're just gonna. I mean, I'll do it. You're just gonna play the hey eight and four. Navy's a tough matchup. They won ten games in the bowl game, all that kind of stuff. So worst case, you're going eight and five, and you're the, well, other than Grant, that none of us ever could have predicted would have happened. In the best case, like you said, nine and four, top twenty-five team, nine wins is a bunch, you know, for the first year. So I just look to me, it's one of those you're winning either way type things by what you've accomplished, and hopefully a win makes it even better. You guys nailed it. All right, here's a trivia question: If we were to win that game. What thing would K-State accomplish for the first time in program history? Uh, uh, first win over Navy in program history. That is that would be true, but that's not, <laughs> that's not that's what, what I was looking, looking for. for. Grant, you have the outline in front of you so you yeah. can cheat if you want. I do? <laughs> it would be the first ever three bowl game winning streak the program's ever uh, had. Cactus. Is it Cactus, Buffalo? No. We had a cactus three and bowl game losing streak. Three bowl game losing streak would have been what? Uh, uh, it was uh, might have been more four actually. Could be wrong. Losing right? streak? No, I wouldn't. Let I me. Mean, we'll see. They lost. K State lost to the Texas Bowl. Then we lost in the Pinstripe Bowl. Yeah. Then we lost in the uh, Alamo. Cotton Bowl. Yeah. It was You're Cotton right. Bowl, and the, Fiesta and Bowl, the Fiesta, and then the and then the Alamo. No, after after that, what? Yeah, was it Alamo? Yeah, because the, the Jake Waters team yeah. lost. That was fourteen, though. Right. What was thirteen? Thirteen. We beat Michigan. So yes. So this would. Yeah, but that so was. So we lost great. like. Five out of six or something. So it was well, the three straight well, then. So. Well, no, I, I'm saying it would be the oh, first time we won right, three right, straight. Right. We've never won three straight bowl games if we win the next three. I guess it would be – wouldn't it be the first time in, I mean, school history that a first-year coach has this many wins, obviously? I think it's already it there. It's already, already there. It's already okay. there. But that would also be a first. Still be a first. Yeah. He keeps winning. He keeps raising that bar. Yeah. So, so yeah, raise the, the bar, guy 20 years from now has to win 10 to break the record. That's what you're hoping for. Yeah, so we're currently on a two-bowl winning streak. You got it. So I don't need to know. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep talking about stuff I think would be cool. Um, it also – I this is uh, – It's good. No, it's We're having not. a great show. It's okay. Yeah, uh, another thing that about? I had on here that is, like, really important, at least for me if I'm trying to build up this game, is give the seniors a good send-off. Uh, you know, you guys talked about it on your site. Grant and I talked about it so much to the point where we got hate mail for it. We they did? Went, yes, we did. Um, that sucks. <laughs> I didn't get any. <laughs> I checked the DMs. Um, but they went through a lot with uh, Bill Snyder in the yeah. last few years. Um, and they then completely bought into coach climbing. You saw only a few departures from the senior right. class, really only one from the senior class. Um, if they could go out on a win, I feel like it would be the perfect kind of thank you to these group of guys who went through so much and bought in so quick. It would, and, and I've, I've had this discussion too, so I'm not trying to point fingers, but you get into the how much the bowl games matter, like you referenced, you get into 
I, and I think it's an interesting question, but like, do you even how much prep do you put into the triple option? Are you going to spend your entire bowl prep just playing for this? Jimmy one? would be pissed you know? at you saying well, it's the triple option the, yeah, because it, it's it's yeah. the bone flex bone. Yeah, and they don't they don't go into correct. Um, Shout out KSU they're gonna underscore. Fake it, they're gonna fake it the they, and they don't run it all the time anyway. I mean, that's the other thing too. Is it's natural it's to say like they run twelve percent right, of their so offense. exactly. So I guess I'll back up. You know, is, is do you prepare for an offense that you're not going to play at all? The answer is yes for the reason you say because with I think 24 scholarship seniors on this roster right now and everything you talked about, they you know last year sucked for them. The way it finished sucked for them. Really, really bad. It was really hurtful for a lot of them. Um, yeah, it does matter. It's not like their careers aren't going to be awesome if they lose this game. But, yeah, I mean, they, they deserve, like I'm sure Navy seniors do, probably to some extent. They seem like probably good kids, too, I guess. You know, to go out with a, with a winning uh, a winning note and win nine games. And it, it does matter. You know, it's not going to kill the program to lose it. You put A&W in that, that sounds delicious. I, I like thought A&W. so, too. I like A&W in that kind of stuff. I thought yeah. so, too. <laughs> okay. Uh, Someone's listening to that right now. I was like, oh, into that. And then they said, oh, yeah. just said A&W. Exactly. Um, the other thing I had mentioned is it'd be fun to cross off a historic program is, hey, K-State's played them and then beat them. If you beat Navy, they are a top 25 team. They are a 10-win yep. team. Um, they, you know, are one of the most historic programs. If you look over the 150 years of college football, you know, then you have a Navy feather in your cap. You yep. have Michigan. You have USC. You have Oklahoma. Tennessee, you have Texas. Nebraska, Tennessee. Nebraska. Texas. UCLA. Um, all these teams. And then you're going to add Navy. Who's Eastern Illinois. Shea, Oklahoma. I, I said, said, I yeah. said, but it, but it is, it, it is another historic team that you then get to beat Colorado That's State. Okay. <laughs> no, it's, I, a, it's a better opponent than people think. I mean, it really is because of what you're saying. Well, yeah, I, and, but, but again, and, they yeah. are a top 20, 25 team. And again, like I was trying to say, if you look at it, it's the historical context of college football, the service academies, honestly, are right up there with Notre Dame basically until World War II. Right. Yeah. And they have their 10 wins. I, ten I, wins I, I, so I don't disagree. I don't disagree. I think it's a. You I, guys are looking at me no, like, what else did you want us to say? I'm looking for a little bit from you, man. I'll say. I was about oh. to come in and you made the levels go insane there for a second. Well, because he wouldn't say anything. I think you got mad. I was literally about to say something. But, you know, you're doing a really good job. I don't know what you want me to do. Um, I would ra- I'll say I would rather play a 10 win top 25 Navy team. I literally Cincinnati. was going to say. Then, yeah, then, then Cincinnati or some other team at K-State's played three or four times in a bowl game, you know, that kind of stuff. I'm not disappointed in the bowl matchup. Like, I know that's not cool to say or whatever, but I'm not. Well, I'm not. I would rather play um, than, than Texas A&M. Oh, it just sucks that you totally times agree. over. hundred times. No, I, we, honestly, we would kick Texas A&M's ass. This is going to be again, a battle. Yeah, I think it yeah. will be. I, I, think I don't be. love having to play, like, the wishbone and – it's kind of mind-numbing to watch, but well, I love oh, watching it. I love watching I, their offense. Not I don't. a football guy. This guy, he, he likes, guy. he likes, you know, I'm likes not the, a football the, guy. The <laughs> All right. Oh, this is horrible. It's and then it's bad. also the final game of action for, uh, you know, a bunch of guys who are looking to get their last piece of action until you know basically spring ball so that's all i had is there anything i missed out that like what this game means to you guys and what it could mean for the greater scheme of the program i think you guys pretty much nailed it i really want that ninth win i think that would be a huge statement going forward um i think we've already made a big statement in chris Kleiman's first year but nine wins in year one would be beyond any of our expectations except uh nick lucky but I mean, that's what I want. I want that ninth win, and I want to build off of it. And I want 15 win next next year, 15 wins minimum. 
Minimum. Minzies, as some would say. I'm just glad that you brought up the idea. It is necessary to get this time in to develop younger players. They're going to spend a lot of time playing the freshmen and sophomores in practice over the seniors and juniors. I know that's cliche, but it's true. It's going to be a big deal. And I think I think they're really, really excited to do it. And I know the players are excited to prep for this bowl because they got to win at least 15 next year. And you can't get 15 next year. If they lose this game, they're probably not winning the national title next year. I'll say that right now. Agreed. Completely agree. He can't even talk. He's so disappointed. <laughs> yeah, um, the, the next thing I had on this outline, uh, we, we, we don't have game primer, so I just kind of threw out a bunch of random uh, stats and figures around uh, Navy. So he, here's a question. What's, what's the current Vegas line? Hey, we could have had uh, Rob do the primer. He's a Navy boy. We could have, but I'm sorry. Let's run it back. Let's get Rob. I'm just kidding. Um, uh, go ahead. There are two and a half point favorites in this game, ranked 23rd yeah. in the CFP rankings, 21st in the AP poll, and 21st in the coaches poll. Mm-hmm. And this was all before they beat Army in the fashion that they did. That's great, great work, right well there. Well done, right? So, yeah. I mean, yeah. Also, they were tied for being top in their division to Memphis, which the American is objectively better than the ACC this year. And they were competitive with Memphis. Like, if you watch that game and go back, they led that game at halftime against Memphis, like at Memphis in the Liberty Bowl, so they know all about that building. Um, yeah, they're a legitimately good football team, no doubt about it. They're a legit top 25 And their team. quarterback is phenomenal. He's faster than some. At running. Right. He, yeah, I mean, he leads the entire nation of quarterbacks with – how many rushing yards do you think he has? Am I counting the Army game? Yes. Uh, how about, like, 18-20? 18-04, good Pretty job. Close, I mean, yeah. 21 touchdowns, so you're going to hear a lot about him. You're going to have, uh, you know, Joe Buck in the 2014 mm. World Series uh, syndrome where the announcers are going to talk all about him all game. So just be prepared. Um, they've only thrown the ball 95 times all season. That's they, not a lot. They average like a million yards of completion, I believe. So I don't think that's it's true. It's in that vicinity. <laughs> They're also scoring 38.6 points, so that's going to be tough. They have the best rushing attack in the country. Going to be tough. Their defense only giving up 22.8 points a game. Tough. tough. I think they'll give up, like, what, do you have it down? Like 3.4 yards a carry or something like that? I don't have that, but I do have that they gave up 35 points to Memphis, though. They did. 38 to Tulane. We're going to kick their ass. 41 to Houston, 52 to Notre Dame. So, the best teams they've played, they've given up points. We're going to kick their ass. Okay, well, you know. ready. That's all I know about Navy. I literally – Spat it all out. So I, I want to hear. It has potential to be one of the best uniform matchups too. If we go all white and they go with their cool navy uniforms, they're not. They're it's their regular blue and gold. Well, it's, it'll still look good. Yeah, it'll still look it's good. It'll look good. Hopefully, it's all white. Everyone let, will be looking. Well, at let's us, go into though. keys to V because this is a shit show of a pod. So <laughs> I Grant, think some are going to listen to it and say it's the best one we've ever done. Yeah, there's right. not going to be a single person <laughs> who You're objectively thinks that, except for maybe Natalie. Oh. Shout out to Nats. Yeah. I love you. Grant, yes. what is your first key to be? Okay. And you guys are going to laugh at this, maybe. I say, when the Navy players aren't paying attention, oh, we tie their shoes together, the laces. He's not taking this serious. That way, think. when they try to run, they're going to fall over. Okay, that's a good first key. Matt, what is your first key for a victory? K-State's going to have to be able – this is so boring compared to what he just said, but have to run the ball. I mean, and I know that's obvious, but Navy's been a – I think we talked so much about how good they are at running the football on offense, but they've been very good at stopping the run. They had some success stopping the run against Memphis and Notre Dame. They ran the ball well against those teams, too. I, I know they give a lot of points to all these teams, the good teams, but they still have shown ability to stop the run, and I think if K-State can't get the running game going early, it's going to be a very low-scoring game. 
They won't be on the field very much. They won't get many, many first downs, and that would be an awfully big problem. Scott? Unless you tie their shoes together, then they're not getting any yards, and it doesn't really matter. Exactly. Well, <laughs> well my, my uh, first key in if we don't do this, it won't be low scoring because they're going to score a million points. So that's execute on tackles. Malcolm Perry will make you pay if you don't tackle him first chance you get. Um, they're going to be doing the wishbone, flexbone offense, so it's going to set up a lot of one-on-one you know, tackling showdowns it's like hey defensive tackle you got the or defensive end you got the fullback if you don't get them boom second second you know second level second level that's not good hey if you don't get the quarterback boom it's a touchdown don't get the pitch man also a touchdown so you have to execute those one-on-one tackles or you're screwed um grant i can't wait you don't want to hear this your next key well if the first one didn't work then I say sneak into the Navy equipment oh. room <laughs> before the game, uh, lace all of their equipment with itch powder and or some icy hot. I hate this episode. And that so way much. they will not be able to focus on the game and we'll be able to we'll squash them. I'm so glad we're doing this, Matt. What is your? I mean, I don't I don't have enough disrespect for the Naval Academy. It helps take care of us to suggest <laughs> tying their shoes or putting icy hot into their underpants which is a terribly inappropriate. Uh, I would look more, again, um, at special teams. If you look at PFF, K-State's one of the better teams in the Big 12. They've had 83 for the year in special teams. How would Army's we down do that high, without a special down teams down high 60s. I don't know. I mean, I don't know how it's been happening. That, but was, it that was such a worry <laughs> well, in the I mean, offseason. I would have bet you money. The special teams would not be as good as they were this year. And I've been wrong about that, too, because they were very, very good. Um, I think you start to look at athletes, and, and you see a difference. Not that Navy doesn't have good athletes. They do. They've won 10, 10 games. They played close with Memphis. They're in the top 25. But I don't know if they have the depth of athleticism that K-State does. So perhaps in special teams. I'm not saying Youngblood's going back for the fourth time in five games. That'd be pretty impressive. But I think if K-State doesn't make big plays on special teams, I don't know how they win this game. How about that? Whoa. How about that? That's intense. My final one, I'm recycling the, my favorite key that I've had all season, and I think it's undefeated. Score touchdowns when you get into the red zone. If you don't do that, if you're settling for three in the red zone, um, it's not going to happen because when Navy gets in the red zone, they're going to punch it in. They might be like they, the best red zone team in America or something. They're Crazy one of stuff I heard the about best, yeah. if not the best. Then also, if you're not getting in the red zone, if you do the extended red zone out to the 40, you taught me that. score, yeah, score points. Actually, yeah. 100% score points. So, you know, if you're, if you're getting a field goal, if you don't get into the 25, once you cross the 40, you better be getting at least three points. Otherwise, you're in trouble. All right. I got that, a lot more if you want to. No, we can no. move on. Probably, right. Right. We're going to move on. Hey, uh, if you pulled his court out. Yeah. <laughs> no one would hear him. <laughs> that might be better, but... We haven't know. been recording for <laughs> this whole time. I wish enough. I was sure. I wish I was going to wake up from a nap in my <laughs> office. This was I all I think a it's dream. been a good episode. I really do. I'm it's glad you guys down. think that. Melting yeah, down. Yeah, I am melting down. Um, so Did you want me to recycle the same shit over and over? I mean, <laughs> establish the run? We have our... We ha- uh, He was going to step in for me. <laughs> so we have our final game picks of the year sponsored by mybookie.ag. Use promo code chair for 100% deposit up to $1,000. They're still... Actually, it'll be over. They just got done doing their 12 giveaways during Christmas. Um, free bets, etc., etc. They're going to have a lot of amazing giveaways in the new year as well. So sign up and gamble mm. all your money away. Use promo code chair. All right, so... Final, final pick, and we got 15 games left. Grant actually finally had a good week for the first time in a Down long time. 12. Uh, he had <laughs> get all these went, right though. He went 12 and three. You're sitting at 144 and 79. 
I went 12 and 3. Mm. I'm at 158 and 65. The Boneheads went 11 and 4. They're at 152 and 71. Because I forgot to put the polls up there, so the biggest mistake I've made uh, in a while. Matt's ever. picking Matt for the Boneheads. Matt has to pick for the Boneheads. That's better. Are they ahead of, what was, how many games ahead of him were the Boneheads? Uh, they're eight games ahead. Oh, eight yeah, games they're eight. Games I'd be fine. You're fine. I'll be fine. Okay, yeah, no pressure. But and they're six behind me. You're not going to catch me. Unlikely. 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 But we're still going to do it. We're going to go through them all. All the Big 12 Bowl games, plus some random ones I threw out there. Again, this is on the 20th. So if stuff happens, um, maybe something substantial will happen, and I delete this and we completely record it again in a couple days. Probably won't happen, but it is what it is. On the 27th, the Texas Bowl, Oklahoma State versus Texas A&M. Mr. Chubba will be playing for Oklahoma State. I'm going first. I still have Texas A&M. I think it's going to be a rough bowl season for the Big 12, as people will hear me continue to pick. Grant, are you taking Chubba? Hell no. Oh, wait, yeah. <laughs> Oklahoma State, go Pokes, sorry. <laughs> uh, he's on fire. I will take – I'm with you. I'll take A&M. Lost a lot of close – I hate A&M. I, you know, I hate I'm not a big fan of, of – They suck. Strong How word, are I mean, you taking like, them? To still think they're meaningful after – you know, whatever. Uh, but I think they'll beat Oklahoma State. You know, Oklahoma State without Spencer Sanders and Tylen Wallace and all that kind of stuff. Different team. And but Chuba. And but yeah, yeah, he's a great player. You know, but I'll take A and M. Don't try to convince. Didn't you take A and M? Yeah, I did. Yeah, it's like you're kind of <laughs> selling me on the Chuba now. So. All right, uh, the Camping World Bowl in Orlando. Who effing cares? Iowa State <laughs> versus Notre Dame. I have Notre Dame winning by seventy-two points. I have seventy-five to three. Notre Dame by seventy-three. Irish eyes will will not be. They'll be smiling, not crying, because they're going to win by a lot over Iowa State. Good. I sure hope so. hope so. Alamo Bowl, Utah versus Texas. If Utah wouldn't have gotten dis- demolished as much and USC would have been in there, K-State would have been in this game. Uh, and I'm right on that, despite what random, like two random haters on Twitter like to uh, say. So shout out to my personal shadows who only tweet about me. Mm, it's um, weird. They are super fucking weird. And they're listening to this too, which is funny. Um I got Utah beating Texas. I now, he's starting to, now he's starting to play along. Yeah. I'm saying Utah. Oh, I went out of order. I, I, I like hope Utah, Utah. too. I kind of hope Utah. Oh, wins. I don't hope. Are Utah. we picking hopes? So, are we picking no, hopes? Or are we picking what's predictions? What's going to happen? Yeah. Utah. Does it turn back a page? Does it say Utah hopes? wins? No, it does not say hopes. It says picks. Picks. Yeah. Utah. <laughs> okay, the next one: Sugar Bowl, Georgia versus Baylor, New Year's Day. Ready for this one? Hate it. Don't like picking for them. But I think Baylor ends up winning this. Georgia's pissed off. They don't want to be there. They, they don't. I don't. Second, I just Baylor does want to be there. Matt Rule is auditioning for the Cowboys job. Um, hopefully he wins the Sugar Bowl and then goes to Dallas to be the Cowboys coach. So I have Baylor. Officially. I have Baylor too, despite Whoa. Georgia's record. I just don't. I've watched them enough times this year to think that they're really not that good. Um, they can't score points. They're super talented, but they have a dumbass offensive coordinator, and they just don't score points. So I'm going I with just, Baylor. I just think they're so much more talented than Baylor that even though everything you guys said is 100% accurate, like I'm still going to pick Baylor. To That's lose fine. This game That's fine. We still love you. Yeah. Thank you. New Year's Day Outback Bowl, Minnesota versus Auburn. I'm not rowing the boat. I have Auburn. That's a fun game. It it's going to be a fun game. I think Auburn wins, though. So do I. Auburn. Okay, next one. Not the Rose Bowl. That is incorrect. It is the Rose Bowl game. Do not mm, disrespect two different the things. Rose Bowl game. Rose Bowl is a stadium. Correct. The Rose Bowl game is the actual game. Oregon versus Wisconsin. I have Oregon. Um, just, I don't know. I have no reason. Oregon. 
Yeah, I kind of agree with you. I kind of feel like Wisconsin are not pretenders per se, but kind of that Oregon speed is just it's I think it's going to be too much for Wisconsin. I think Wisconsin's kind of pretendery. Like they're a good Ooh, football team. What? They're a good football team. Call them a fraud. They're a little fraud-ish, you know. I also like Oregon in this game. All right, the Holiday Bowl. I missed that game. USC too. versus Iowa. This is going to be a good game. I think USC rallies around Clay Helton getting another year. Um, you know, the Wonder Kid uh, offensive coordinator. Why am I? Graham Harrell. Graham Harrell, yeah. He's signed up. $1.3 million, two-year contract. Uh, that's a lot of money for, to call some plays. They're going to rally around him. Grant, who do you have? Um, Iowa I miss is this, playing I miss for this, Hayden Fry. I miss this bowl, too. I think, like, our most exciting ever bowl win is in this game. I was there. One of them. I mean, 2002? You say not most exciting. What's more exciting? The 97 Fiesta Bowl? That yeah, but this exciting. game was, like, exciting you, you and scary. Close like, game. You like, it was like, a great game. It was a like, great game. We came I back. I know, I know. But fourth and 15 just launched a blind pass Yes, I was because I was there. Okay, fair enough. I, I was not there. but I it was, was also, yeah. like, of a real age. I was I was going to say, maybe you guys weren't, like, two years old, too. Yeah, I'm but that invalidates all of our opinions because we don't know about life before Bill Snyder. We don't know anything. I'm going to go with Iowa. That's cool. Um, I like the Trojans. <laughs> Clay Helton, like you said, playing for them. I thought they were pretty decent this year. True freshman quarterback got better over the course of the season. USC. That's some analysis. I like it. Yeah. The 28th, the Cotton Bowl. Memphis with those awesome helmets with Ooh. the uh, area code with the ball of cotton. Did you see those? Yeah. Oh, I did not. I'll look them up. Okay, you should. Uh, versus Penn State. I got Penn State big. Memphis is <laughs> – Tail between their legs because uh, Norvell finally got a job. Is he bouncing before, obviously? Yes. Okay, Penn is. State big. Yeah. Which, you know what? Honestly, legitimately surprised Florida State took him because, you know, he has some skeletons in his closet. A couple here and there. But, hey, I think he's a good coach. You know, he is. We all think that probably. Just keep know? the demons in the closet maybe, and he'll win at Florida maybe State. you have a code for him you could share. Yeah. Skeletons like or is like, it I mean, demons? Yeah, it'd be good. It could be either. Both. But either way, yeah, Penn State's going to roll in this one. All right, the next one. The Citrus Bowl, Michigan versus Alabama. I'm ready for this. Ready for this. I've picked them multiple times this year when I shouldn't. I'm no. I'm taking Alabama. Bama. Bammer. Uh, Outside. Although so, we'll see if Alabama even it, wants it, to be there. Yeah, it kind of feels like want to, but I think again, just so much, so much better. Kind of feels like they have a track record where That's if true. they're not playing for the game, That's true. then I'm they kind of don't. They kind of sleepwalk through it. Yeah. Uh, the Orange Bowl, Florida versus Virginia. I did all the New Year's Six games, but I have no interest in this game. I think Florida wins big. Virginia's that is disgustingly shitty, bad. That is a shitty game. I'm going to, for some reason, just pick Virginia because I I really enjoyed watching them beat Virginia Tech. That was that? a very fun game that to watch. That was a fun game. I like their stadium, too. I, for some reason, I had no recollection of what that was like. So, Cool uh, stadium. Go Virginia Cavaliers. I'll take I'll take the Gators. Go who's. Um because they're a better football team than Virginia is by a significant margin, I think. Yep, yep. And they're playing basically at home, you Look know, that, that kind of stuff. So I'll take – I know. That's why I came on the show. I mean, it's gotten better the last five or six minutes, I feel like. I know. We stopped you know. talking about K-State right. and all of a sudden the <laughs> it got good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the Sun Bowl, Florida State versus Arizona State. We picked a lot of Herm games this year. I'm going to say Herm finds a way and wins it. Florida State has an interim coach. Herm building something out in the desert. I buy that. Herm Edwards. I like Herm. Arizona State, let's go. I just want to be different than you want, so I'm saying Florida State, uh, but every indicator is Arizona State. Similar uniform colors, though. Always turns me off in I a don't game love when, that. When schools have two similar uh, colors. Yeah, that, that is true. Yeah. Also, the alma mater of Gene Taylor. 
The reason why he hates black uniforms is one time he came home from a game. Such a terrible like reason. I should have called him out. Well, I didn't know this story. Oh, think still, someone yeah. didn't listen to our interview with Gene Taylor. Probably Gene, not. Two point oh. Came home. Yeah. Came home. Game was on. He asked his son, "Who's playing?" Uh, and he said, "That's your alma mater." And he didn't know that because they were wearing all black uniforms. That's so I yeah. mean, I'm okay with not wearing the black uniforms, but not for that reason personally. I mean, that's but, fine. But hey, you know, I think all black has jumped the shark. I do too. The Cheez It Bowl, the single greatest bowl of all time, because my favorite human in the world, Pat McAfee, is going to be there. Air Force versus Washington State. I have Air Force. Washington State seems to be just collapsing. Right? I like D E D, Air Force. I love Cheez Its, so in my mind, both teams are winners. But I'll go with the the Air Force. There we go. College football playoff semifinal: Clemson versus the Ohio State University in the Fiesta Bowl. I'm going with Ohio State. Clemson doesn't know how to play a real team that's been close to a calendar year since they played anyone. I feel like it was they didn't really play anyone last year and they fucking blitzed everybody. Had three top twenty-five wins last year. But were they really good? I mean, except early in the season, better than zero. They still have. I think Clemson. I think you're like. I think Ohio State is the best team in college football. I think Clemson's going to win it all. I think Ohio Ohio State's been the best team. Them or LSU, Ohio State's my best team, but my gut's the same as Grant's. Actually, I think Clemson. I think Clemson wins this They're game. They're so fucking I think, I think, talented. I think it's rare you get to go into a game as the undefeated, defending national champions and say everyone's picking a game. Now they get except to, for they're like a three-point favorite. Now well, they get to do that. Listen, you don't pick them. You know what I mean? So they get I, to pull that Patriots bullshit where they're they really Dabo's plan. We're the underdog. No one's respecting us. Dabo, I They've don't won respect Dabo. Games in a row. I don't games. respect. Dabo. I just think Clemson gets this win. I don't too. respect him as a human. However. That, that is an so incredibly fair. intriguing game. I think, I'm going to be glued think, to that one. Yeah. Oh my god! Like, uh, I'm no, I'm not. I don't really go like Dabo, Dabo either. No, I don't like Dabo, Dabo that much. I hate people who do the shtick he does. He I annoys me, but clearly him. an elite coach, and you know I'm not ready to throw the talent at right. Clemson yet. 28 Peach, games in a row. Peach Bowl. Does Oklahoma break their losing streak in playoff games? No. I think LSU wins big. I do too. Actually, no. Not big, but a lot of scoring. I think this is like 45 to 38, and everyone's like the whole Big 12 doesn't play defense narrative pops up again. I could see it being but, kind of like how they lost to Georgia. They might shock shock uh, LSU a little bit early, and then things will kind of sort themselves out, and they'll, they'll lose in a shootout. I think Oklahoma will beat them. I like that. I do. I watched LSU play, you know, at Texas earlier this year against a Big 12 team, and Texas went up and down the field on them. Um, I've seen LSU give up, you know, 600-whatever yards to Vanderbilt. I know they destroyed Georgia, and I know they've been a really, really good team all year, but their defense is not very good. And Oklahoma's going to score a ton on them and win that game. Their defense is on an upward trajectory. Yeah, I mean, against Georgia. You know? a, a team that I said has no offense. You have Georgia losing to you have Georgia losing to Baylor. So you know? do I. So yeah. So I mean LSU's the better team, but I think Clemson's win the national championship. I just don't. So I'm going to put them against Oklahoma in the final. I I'm, if my life's on the line, I'm probably going to pick LSU. But I'm, it's, it's it's a fun podcast. I think Oklahoma's <laughs> offense is too good. LSU will get you know, four points. I feel like, and I, shit on me if I'm wrong, but I feel like Jalen Hurts has been progressively getting worse every he time I watch ha- him. It's like I, I do not so. think he is can win a football game. I, I mean, and he fucking has. He's gone 12 and 1, he's but it's like. Of, he's won a lot of games. But he's it's like, is it on? Every game. Ex- yeah. But it seems yeah. like he's tried to piss it away. 
a lot. Dis- I don't disagree. I don't disagree. But he's you know also carrying the he's ball not performing well. this year. CD he's also actually played versus teams with a pulse. Yeah, I mean, he just beat Baylor. I can't Something wait Clemson has not done. Something Clemson has not done. Goes off. All right, yeah. so here's the final one. It's our final K-State football prediction of the year. It's New Year's Eve. It's the first bowl game of the climate era. It's in the Liberty Bowl uh, in a crappy stadium. But, hey, Go. Go Cats. Yeah, um, so I agree. He, I need a score as well. Um, you know what? I, I'm going to say K-State 38, Navy 7. Just blow them out. I don't even know how to like, follow that up. Just blow I, I gonna them win, out. But now whatever I say is going to sound like I'm not confident. I don't think Navy is going to win. I think we'll win. Um, Give me a score. I think 31-21 Cats. Yeah, I like K State too. I mean, I'm, I'm significantly low score. And I'm seeing more like a, like a like a weird score, like 23-16 or something like that. You know, I mean, there's a lot of reason to think Navy's gonna have a lot of points. K State because of what you talked about earlier. But I see low possessions, not a lot going on. But K State 23-16, nine wins. You'll be really really happy. So up for 15 next year. It could and also be a maddening loss. Like it, it has the potential to be. It could be up there with like one of the most like awful games to watch. Like. Like ninety four Boston College Aloha Bowl, that'd be it's you know. Okay, it was two. Uh ninety <laughs> two thousand one Syracuse Insight Bowl. That's pretty I bad. Was not I don't remember watching okay, that. About, I don't uh, remember watching that one because we were bad. So I was like, uh, eh. I mean, how about the? Uh, I was at the last Liberty Bowl versus Arkansas. And that that sucked. was pretty bad. Yeah, that sucked. But that's it. That is our podcast. Uh, that's it for. 2019 the next podcast you hear it'll be the third calendar year bosco's boys has recorded and if you're still listen yes when we is started this coming out the, i said the next one after this this is dropping before the new before new year's eve after christmas when the game after christmas if you listened along you wouldn't have criticized you. that's fine uh if anyone's still listening thanks like it's not that bad but i think it's, i think it is. it's like hey, every single fine. one that we have all three of us if you've made it this far you know uh tell us on a scale of like seven to nine, how good this show was. Happy New Year, everyone, yeah. and Merry Christmas. Love you guys. Unconditional love. Should Should all the acquaintance be forgot of old Lang for all for all Days of old Lang Syne. Days of old Lang Syne. Days of old Lang Syne.
days of old lang syne should old acquaintance be forgot and never be brought to mind should old acquaintance be forgot and days of old lang syne for old lang syne my dear Days of old Lang Syne. Sports Social Podcast Network.